This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles on everything you buy. Plus, get access to a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. Details at CapitalOne.com. Hey, everybody. Happy Friday. I'm Robin Hilton from NPR Music. It's August 18th. And here with me to talk about our picks for the best releases out today is our very own Ann Powers. Hey, Ann. Hey, y'all. Atlanta-based culture journalist Gavin Gottfried. What's going on, y'all? And writer and critic Letitia Harris. What's up, everybody? We got a lot we want to talk about today. There's a new Hozier album out now. Rhiannon Giddens has a new one. There's also a new Cautious Clay that we're loving. But we start with John Batiste. His new album out today is called World Music Radio. This is the song Boom for Real. Last time we caught up with my guy, John Batiste, he had won the album of the year, the 2022 Grammys, beating out folks like Taylor Swift, Billie Eilish, Olivia Rodrigo, despite not having anywhere near the sales of these folks, right? And if his name sounds familiar, if he looks familiar, it's also because he was the band leader and former musical director of The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, uh, which he also left in 2022, which actually frees him up to do a little more traveling, some touring. And so as the story goes, uh, he runs into Rick Rubin in Italy, as you do. Um, and Rick <laughs> Rubin offers up his famed Shangri-La studio to John Batiste and says, you know, why don't you come here, record, let's vibe out. He does that. And then through this process that starts there and kind of bounces around to other studios, he records over like 120 songs. Um, he's got collaborators like Lana Del Rey, John Bellion, who produced for Justin Bieber and Maroon 5. And he even recruits features like Lil Wayne, Kenny G. Really? Kenny G? Uh, on the Jid. same record. How do you on the go same from record? Lil Wayne and Kenny G? If, somebody, if one, if <laughs> on one man can, record. it could be John Batiste, right? Uh, you got the K-pop group, New Jeans, a Spanish singer Rita Paez. And so something to kind of set folks up for this album is that it's a concept album that is narrated and has a guy named Billy Bob Bobob. Hello, everybody. I'm Billy Bob Bobob. And I'm your host. One of the faithful few. Purifying the airwaves on the behalf of you. And Billy Bob Bobob is guiding listeners through different genres, voices, and musical movements. And uh, as John Batiste has said before, this album is definitely a pop album, but he wanted to kind of disrupt our notions of what world music is and what pop music is. So you, you, you hear that on a cut like, say, Be Who You Are, which features Jid. Uh, new Jeans and Latin pop artist Camilo and has verses in English, Korean, and Spanish. Then I can't go in and 
creates a frame in the, with this album that I think is very effective. To me, the the weakest part of John Batiste's whole thing is that he doesn't have like a clear, identifiable sound, you know? he's He is, you know, that island hopper, that world traveler, that musical traveler. And I think creating the frame of the global radio, sort of recreating, you know, apps. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever played with apps like Radio Garden or Radio, where right. you can jump around and listen to any station anywhere in the world at any time. By doing that, Batiste allows himself to be as eclectic as he wants to be without seeming completely devoid of a center. I kind of have to disagree. I think his center is his ear for rhythm. You said it feels so uneasy. All of these tracks are just really built around the rhythm of everything. That's well said, Letitia. And percussion, of course, is the driving point of global music, so it totally makes sense. Exactly. And this album points to each of the birthplaces of music that Black people love, Black people created. Blues, country, hip-hop, jazz. And it says, I'm going to lift you up. I'm going to bring you guys all together so that we can give each other our flowers and like share with each other. That speaks to another through line, I think, kind of a connective tissue in these songs, and is uh, a sense of community which is something he always has in his music. I I always feel like when I'm listening to him, he he does this world building where life seems to be thriving and celebrating itself. Like I always have this image of people just spilling out into the streets, right? And, yes. and with each other. And that's well, that was his thing, right? Like he, he used to lead Im- like improvised parades in New York City, which bringing that New Orleans spirit of the of the second line to New York. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I would definitely agree with that. I think when you hear somebody say, I'm going to make a world music album, it kind of makes you cringe a little bit and you're going to try to just <laughs> do the most without really doing anything of substance. And he really lets the, the voices and the different talents do what they're best at while just kind of reminding our, our listeners that the common thread that we have despite the really binary world we live in now is that we have our humanity and we have music and that's something that we can all agree on at least you know in these times so I think that's how it really plays out and works really well here all right that's John Batiste and the album again is called World Music Radio that's out now on August 18th along with a new one from Hozier it's called Unreal Unearth uh, kind of a sprawling concept album. It's hard to pick just one thing to start off with, uh, but I thought we'd go with a cut called Anything But. Come into me, I wish I was a mayfly on the river tape. I'd fit all my joys and my pleasures in one perfect day. I wish I was a sunlight just sitting on the Mississippi. I'd settle for a shopping trolley in the Liffey. And it's Swap my body for a body of water Worry the cliffside top As a wave crashing over I'd lower the world in a flood Or better yet, I'd cause a drought If I was a riptide, I wouldn't take you out
I was happy to come on this week because I really wanted to talk about Hozier. I really wanted to have a reason to kind of delve into Hozier because I'm fascinated by these artists that have huge followings, but who are not hipster darlings, critics darlings. And Hozier is really one of those artists. You know, he's a superstar in Ireland. He's a huge star around the world. But he's exactly the kind of artist who makes a lot of people like us gathered here together cringe, you know? But I think it's. Yeah. He doesn't make me cringe. He doesn't make me cringe at all. What do you, I think it's. What do you mean? You know, he has those qualities. You know, he's earnest, he's given to grand gestures, he loves metaphors and religious imagery, all of those things <laughs> that cool people kind of hate. <laughs> so Wait a just, minute. Let's back up. So you're saying we're cool. <laughs> yeah. We're cool, man. It's <laughs> the first wrong thing you've ever said, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> this is a pro-Hosier. This is a pro-Hosier space. I am pro-Hosier. I'm just saying, like, a certain music publication, not to be mentioned, has reviewed exactly one Hosier album and gave it a 4.8. So what is great about Hosier? He has this incredible voice. And there's an ease to his music. And even though this is a thorny, complicated record, what impresses me so much is his ease moving through these different arrangements, these different styles. I mean, this is work based on the Divine Comedy by Dante, by Ovid's Metamorphosis. He wrote the songs, started writing the songs during the pandemic. And yet, to me, the record doesn't feel forced. Just the ease of it is what impresses me so much. Hozier is inviting in the sense that he's a pop star who will not admit that he's a pop star. You know what I mean? Are uh, you saying that does that undercut something for you or make it feel no, like disingenuous or something? No, not at all. I think pop music should go back to being weird and about abstract, disturbing things. Well, we lose a lot when we don't let pop just be this space of just real probing invasion, if that makes sense. Um, mm. And I think Posure does a really good job of bringing pop back to this space of like, you know, you can't really tell what's going on here, but I'm going to make it fun for you. I'm going to make it a fun listen for you, and I'm going to work out these demons at the same time. To both points, I think with the ease, I remember reading that um, he's a he's a big fan of the freedom that he felt like artists like Bruce Springsteen have and that kind of breeziness and easy accessibility. But also on a song like Eat Your Young, I remember just listening to that and vibing and then going through the lyrics. And I'm like, there's some violent imagery in, in lyrics about, you know, seven yep. different ways to eat your young. And I was like, whoa, whoa, what, what just happened here? I want to smell the dinner cooking It is about Dante's Inferno. It's fair, fair. And Ovid's Metamorphosis and the myth of Icarus. It's all got to fit in there. That's the thing. This guy must have an incredible (laughs) 
Kindle. <laughs> exactly. This, I need Hosier's like, Kindle. <laughs> Hosier is like the straight A English student. To say Apalachicola or Hushpikina like Guibara. I promise softly song of somewhere else. Yeah, I, I get so swept up in his music, you know. I mean, in some ways, as big of a concept as this album is, I think overall he pretty much stays in his lane. I mean, it, he's carved out a very good lane to be in, but, you know, I'm not hearing him disrupt himself very much in these songs. It's very much a Hozier album, big and euphoric and anthemic and stirring and, you know, ebbs and flows. And But to me, nobody does the slow build better than he can. Like, if you listen to the song Who We Are... Here's how it opens. You only feel it when it's lost. Getting through still has a cause. And this is where we, we get about three or so minutes into it. And then by the end of the song, he takes you back down to earth. And it's quite a journey, and he does that over and over again, and it's it's affecting every time. Hozier, his new album that we're loving out now is called Unreal, Unearth. There's also a new one out today from the Ghanaian-Australian singer Genesis Awusu. It's called Struggler. From that album, this is the song, Leaving the Light. Leaving the light. Always thought I was living the light. Wasn't feeling it right. So this is Genesis Oso's second studio album, and it's a very eclectic collection that builds on all the strengths he showcased in his debut, Smiling With No Teeth. But here we have those strengths showcased in a more focused and precise delivery. There he was creating this universe to impact racism that he's experienced while living in predominantly white spaces by utilizing the metaphor of the black dog. On Struggler, though, he likens himself to a roach, you know, a similarly racially loaded term, and creates this very chaotic maximalist space. It's a fluid universe. 
that um, has so much movement and influence and explosion that you never really know where the roach will end up. So you're always kind of like tracking that inner rhythm and trying to follow it. You know, it's post-punk, it's synthy coke pop, it's marimba groove, it's slam poetry. It's a really exciting release that I think expands the possibility of hip hop. He reminds me of Paris, Texas, who very much, you mm-hmm. know, ties in a lot of punk and a lot of chaos uh, into their music. And I really felt like I've never identified with the Roach analogy more. You know, we're all just trying to, like, survive and, and thrive. And I think, as he even says, like, while not trying to be stepped on by God and, you know, whether or not faith is in your life, you could just replace that with being not stepped on by the world, right? Like, you're really just trying to to make it and you're making sense of all this stuff around you that makes no sense at all. And I really love the track Freak Boy. Yeah, cosmic dread, I got a fistful. If ignorance is bliss, then I'm trying to stay blissful. I know you wanna, I know you wanna, I know you wanna, I know you wanna. It's kind of just like, well, the world is shit, but I'm going to do me in it. And, you know, I, I'm very much aware of what's around me that I can and, and cannot control. Well, rather like Hosier, rather like Hosier. <laughs> Are we doing this this whole episode, Anne? Is that what we're going to do? We're gonna... <laughs> Genesis also brings in really, a, you know, sort of ear candy sounds sometimes to get mm-hmm. across these tough messages or these these challenging messages. Like at the beginning of that song, That's Life, A Swamp. <laughs> It actually made me think about Silk Sonic. I don't know, just the sound okay. of it. So it was so interesting the way the lyrics are working against the kind of like vintage R&B elements of the record too. And as wild and, and, and unexpected as it gets in places, there are some more, I don't know if you'd call them conventional moments. Yeah. Conventional doesn't mean boring. He's just showing how he can walk this particular walk as an artist if he wants to. And it's really beautiful. Okay, again, that's Genesis Awusu. His album is called Struggler. We do have several more releases that we want to flag for you and talk about this week. But first, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited 2x miles on every purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. Your next trip is closer than you think with the Venture Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This message comes from NPR sponsor Made in Cookware. Did you know that many popular dishes in Tom Colicchio's craft restaurant are made in Made in Cookware? Made in supplies chefs with high-end cookware because Made in makes exactly what demanding chefs look for. When you level up your cooking, remember what great dishes on menus worldwide have in common. They're made in Maiden. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from the 18th until the 27th. Visit MaidenCookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N Cookware.com. The day's top headlines, local stories from your community, your next podcast binge listen. You can have it all in one place, your pocket. Download the NPR app today. Jasmine Morris here from the StoryCorps podcast. Our latest season is called My Way. 
Stories of people who found a rhythm all their own and marched to it throughout their lives. Consequences and other people's opinions be damned. You won't believe the courage and audacity in these stories. Hear them on the StoryCorps podcast from NPR. It's New Music Friday from NPR. I'm Robin Hilton talking about the best new music out now with Ann Powers, Gavin Gottfried, and Letitia Harris, including a new album from Rhiannon Giddens. It's called You're the One. This is the song Way Over Yonder. There's a place I go when I want to get away from the crowded streets and the long work days. The women are nice and the men are pretty because I just want to get out of this city. It's a little bitty joint just out of town. Got the best fried chicken for miles around. Let's go. Let's go. Rhiannon Giddens fan. Anyone who knows me knows that. And I am so just happy to hear this record because she is having so much fun here. I think Rhiannon has a rep for being our serious, intellectual, scholarly Americana artist. She's won a MacArthur grant. She recently won a Pulitzer for her opera, Omar. And she is so important in that way. I mean, her musical inquiries have covered so much of our shared past, of the history of slavery and its aftermath, how black musicians are at the heart of every form of American music and have struggled through so much oppression and and marginalization. But, you know, mostly she's been an interpreter until now. She's written some songs, but mostly she's told these stories through other people's songs, through traditional folk songs, through songs of Nina Simone, or, you know, just many different artists that she's covered and songwriters that she's covered. This is her first album of all original songs. And it's a hoot. You see her humor. You see her attitude is so fun mm-hmm. on this record. I, I agree with the fun part, because for me, any any album or any song that has a banjo on it, which I know that she's <laughs> tried to intentionally remind folks that this was an instrument crucial to Black culture, she's having fun with the banjo, and it, it jumps into funk and zydeco and blues as a kid who grew up with Gullah Geechee culture. Zydeco is just embedded in my soul. the fun that you guys are emphasizing is so crucial to me in this lesson because I remember being like wow this is really exciting not that her other work isn't exciting but this is really just straight up breezy fun jam sessions and it was so energetic in a way that I wasn't used to from her work and I feel like she's hilarious on this record like there are some just like straight up punchlines that are just really really funny and I think her ability to be hilarious and have this really vivid storytelling at the same time is so poignant and such a fun record 
you wine the other day The dinner wasn't good enough The kids were just a little too loud The steak was just a little tough Your clothes weren't neatly folded You had to make the bed Well, I'm sorry for your troubles Just think on this instead If you don't know how sweet it is Get on out of my kitchen If you can't tell how good it is Well, you won't know what you're missing I love the Kiss Off song, If You Don't Know How Sweet It Is. Yeah, I love that one, too. That is so great. Uh, she's full of all this gratitude at the smallest joys in life. But whoever she's addressing clearly takes everything for granted. And she's just not having it, right? If I can see this, you ought to be able to see it. And if you can't, then take a hike. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Rhiannon Giddens is the artist. The album we're loving from her is called You're the One. As always, we'll end this week's show with a quick round of some of our personal favorites that are out today. But first, we've got one more we want to highlight from Cautious Clay. It's his debut for the Blue Note label called Carpe. This is the song Fishtown. started off with a, a story. I think a little over two years ago, Robin, you and I chatted about Cautious Clay's debut album, Deadpan Love, uh, which was really nestled in the world of pop and R&B and some indie rock. And then shortly after that, I went and saw him live in Atlanta at Terminal West, one of my favorite spots here. And this dude was on stage just beatboxing, playing the flute, the tenor sax. And I feel like to a lot of folks in the crowd, they're like, what? Wow. Like I didn't. What's going on? And I was like, you know, I think this is, these are his roots. He started off as an instrumentalist playing the flute, um, playing sax. And so um, on his new album, Carpe, which is actually his last name, uh, he's tapping into his real jazz side. He really wanted to make a jazz album. And so he's on here on the vocals, flute, tenor sax, soprano sax, bass, clarinet, guitar, synthesizer, basically everything I tried to do as a middle school band geek and failed at. Uh, but he's <laughs> exceptional with it. Um, and the album is really... Um, an exploration of his past, his family history, how that's influenced who he is today. I think when you're trying to make sense of who you are, where you are and where you're going, you often come back to family. So one thing he did do that really helped round out this album is he spent time interviewing his grandparents. His grandfather passed right before this album was released. He lived to be 102 years old. I remember how your mother used to get up on Saturday morning and take you to music lessons. I, I, I'm well, I always was proud of your moms, and I'm proud of you too, John. Uh, he also interviewed his parents, um, and he interviewed his girlfriend, and he was trying to understand how all of those kind of different lineages play into to who he is and then let that come out uh, musically, and I think it works really well. The name was our identity for so long. 
we just pronounced it carpe. 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 K A R P is all H. Carpe. We've been talking about artists creating huge universes and kind of moving through them with ease and all in very different ways, you know, or with maybe ease isn't always the right word, with with intention, with skill. And I feel like that's what this record does, too. I mean, it's so, it just is expansive, but in this beautifully airy way. I mean, to make an obvious comparison, especially with the samples of um, Cautious Clay made of his family speaking, Solange, right? Seat at the right. table. Right. That's what I thought about. Yeah, and I feel like what you're saying and the intentionality of it is so clear and on display in this record. I feel like it's such an intimate conversation that he's putting on display for his listeners. He's letting us into this very intimate space that they've created. And it's such a protected space, if that makes sense, that the songs mm. feel so warm and so open and airy but you know they're coming from this very tight-knit community if that makes sense like this tight-knit connection right it invites you in cautious clay his debut for the blue note label is called carpe and as always there's way more new music out now than we could ever fit on a single show so before we wrap things up let's just take a minute to mention some other notable releases out now leticia we'll start with you Okay, so my lightning round pick is actually my most anticipated release of the year. I'm so glad it's finally out. It is the debut album Snow Angel by V Girl Renee Rapp. For those who don't recognize her name, you'll definitely recognize the credential. She plays Tatum on HBO's The Sex Lives of College Girls and made her Broadway debut as Regina George in Mean Girls. And, you know, Renee is just everything to me. She has a killer voice, insane comedic timing, honest expression, both physical and emotional, and a really strong multidisciplinary approach to creativity. I'm very excited about this album. Gavin. Yeah, so my lightning round pick is Rocket Power from Quavo. He wants a scoop. She want the tea. She want the tea. I cannot speak. We keeping the street. We keeping the street. I took a loss, but you still gonna get beat. You still gonna get beat. How much it costs? It never been cheap. It never been. T- it was actually supposed to drop a couple weeks back, but Quavo pushed it back to to today, which is great. I'm just glad that it happened, and it's his first release since the death of Takeoff, the shooting death of Takeoff, his partner in rhyme, and one-third of the Migos, which is now broken up. There's a lot of emotions behind it for them, for us folks down in Atlanta, and I think for just fans around the world. So I'm just super excited to see that this is seeing the light of day, finally. And If you're a fan of Bon Iver, <laughs> Justin Vernon... And also of the wonderful freak folk band Megafon, you will be excited to hear about the absolutely epic Epoch, E-P-O-C-H, box set from the band that produced all of those other acts, Diarmond Edison. Settle up, we're calling up the pain.
This was a band that Justin Vernon formed in high school with the brothers Brad and Phil Cook and the percussionist Joe Westerlin and other people. And they tried to make it. They were big in Wisconsin, but it all imploded. And then came for Emma forever ago and history was made. So this goes back to that early phase of their career. It's absolutely exhaustive box set, 83 tracks, including many previously <laughs> unreleased tracks that range from you know, some really cool early, very Americana-ish rootsy stuff to really experimental stuff. So dive in, Bonivere fans, Justin Vernon fans, it's here for you. Okay, and I'll note that there is a, a ton of great stuff out today, including the final installment of Alana Springsteen's 20-something. That's one we talked about on the show recently. Margaret Glasby, Mitch Jenkins, Coolio, Grace Potter, Shamir, they all have albums out today. And as always, you can see an expanded list of all the notable releases out now in the description of this episode in your podcast feed. But because it must be said, I have to flag that the deluxe edition of the album Stop Making Sense from Talking Heads is out today. You may find yourself living in a shotgun shack. You may find yourself in another part of the world. You may find yourself behind the wheel of a large automobile. You may find yourself in a beautiful house with a beautiful wife. You may ask yourself, well, how did I get here? This is the band's legendary live album, taken from the Stop Making Sense concert film from 1984. If you've ever seen a meme of David Byrne dancing with his watery moves or in that giant suit, those are from the Stop Making Sense film documenting the band's 1983 tour. So it is the 40th anniversary of that tour. The film has been restored. It's being re-released in theaters later this year. And the album is now complete. This deluxe version has, for the first time ever, the full concert on it with songs like Psycho Killer, Take Me to the River, Once in a Lifetime, My God, Burning Down the House. Cannot wait to see this film in theaters. But the album, Stop Making Sense, from Talking Heads, out now. And that'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. My thanks to Ann Powers, Gavin Gottfried, and Letitia Harris. Thanks so much, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Our thanks to you, Robin. All right, don't forget you can see a complete list of everything that we talked about and played on the show in the episode description in your podcast feed. We've also got a list there of other notable releases out today that we didn't get a chance to mention. You can hear full versions of the songs along with a whole bunch of new singles that dropped this week in our expanded New Music Friday playlists. Just search for NPR in Apple Music or Spotify. And be sure to sign up for our weekly newsletter to keep up with the latest from NPR Music. You'll find it at npr.org slash music newsletter. And for NPR Music, I'm Robin Hilton. I hope you have a great weekend. Be well and treat yourself to lots of music. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Mass Mutual. The Financial Educators Council says 39% of Americans don't have someone to go to for financial advice, but you can plan for the short and long term with someone backed by 170 years of financial expertise at MassMutual.com. Support for NPR and the following message come from Edward Jones. What is rich? Maybe it's less about reaching a magic number and more about discovering the magic in life. 
Edward Jones Financial Advisors are people you can count on for financial strategies that help support a life you love. Edward Jones, member SIPC. The Embedded Podcast brings you eye-opening reporting. There's something that hasn't been disclosed yet. Immersive journalism. I could smell the smoke. I could smell the dust. Personal stories. I was scared. Like, I can't protect you. We are NPR's home for documentary storytelling. Find Embedded wherever you get your podcasts.